Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Who's been speaking with people outside Buckingham Palace. And we're remembering the late queen. Looking back on when Queen Elizabeth went to her first American football game. It happened right here. I'm Nick Ainelli. How stricter enforcement of the Prince George's County curfew will actually work. In Glen Arden, I'm John Doman. It's 2 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Eggland's Best. I'm Peter King in Orlando. A day after the Queen's death, King Charles III has made his first address, reminding people that Elizabeth may have been their queen, but she was his mother. I speak to you today with feelings of profound sorrow. Throughout her life, Her Majesty the Queen, my beloved mother, was an inspiration, an example to me and to all my family. And we owe her the most heartfelt debt any family could owe to their mother. His talk came at the beginning of a prayer service in honor of the Queen at St. Paul's Cathedral. In this country, President Biden says he'll attend the Queen's funeral. CBS's Scott McFarland says there will be tributes coming on Capitol Hill. Perhaps Tuesday, perhaps Wednesday, a formal resolution of bereavement to honor Queen Elizabeth's life and her reign. That's likely to happen midweek. It will also be accompanied by any number of formal floor speeches in the U.S. House and other events in and around the capital. Runners in Tennessee and other states have made an early morning three-mile run in memory of jogger Eliza Fletcher, who was kidnapped on an early morning run and killed in Memphis. Tennessee Governor Bill Lee. Thousands of people this morning in Memphis and across the country finished Eliza's run. That is the spirit of hope of this city of Memphis. The man accused of killing four people and wounding three in Memphis has been granted a public defender. He's jailed on first-degree murder charges. There are new problems in Uvalde, Texas. Here's reporter Chris Fox. Police say a fight between rival gangs at Memorial Park in Uvalde Thursday afternoon escalated into a shootout, leaving several injured and four in custody. Two were taken to hospitals in San Antonio. Uvalde Mayor Don McLaughlin says gang violence has escalated over the past couple months. I know there's still a distrust in the police department and everything, but give us the information and let us do our job and we will go after this and try to stop this from happening. Texas Governor Greg Abbott says he's outraged. He sent additional state troopers and special agents to target the gangs. Chris Fox for CBS News, Austin. There's a new FDA warning on breast implants. Here's CBS's Deborah Rodriguez. Federal officials cite rare instances of a new cancer in scar tissue in women with both textured and smooth breast implants filled with saline or silicone. That cancer, squamous cell carcinoma. Textured implants had already been linked to lymphoma. On Wall Street, the Dow is up 366 points and the NASDAQ has gained 234. This is CBS News. Eggland's best. The only eggs with more fresh and delicious taste, plus superior nutrition, because the way we care is anything but ordinary. Only Eggland's best. 203 on WTOP, Friday afternoon, September 9th, 2022. Sunny and 83 in Roslyn, pretty close to our expected high today. Good afternoon, I'm Dimitri Sotis. And I'm Sean Anderson. Top local stories we're following for you this hour. Prince George's County leaders say they are going to start enforcing a curfew 
as soon as the clock hits midnight tonight. What will that look like? Our story from WTOP's John Doman. County Executive Angela Alsobrook says it'll be about education first. And anyone under 17 out past midnight this weekend will be reminded about the curfew and told to go home. A second violation will mean a call to mom and dad to come pick their kid up. Parents and businesses can face civil penalties if kids ignore the curfew, with fines escalating up to $250 after repeated violations. Now, the curfew takes effect at midnight on weekends and 10 p.m. Sunday through Thursday, and there are some exceptions. If a kid's out with their parents, it's okay. Coming home from work, also okay, as is coming home from school or entertainment events. In Glen Arden, John Dome in WTOP News. A fire on a metro train interrupted the commute for a lot of people early today. Metro says the fire was intentionally set causing officials to shut down the Eastern Market Station for a time. The fire happened around 9.30 this morning on a train seat, and this rider was there. I smell smoke, so by the time we got to Eastern Market, um, something told me to get up and turn around. So when I, once I got up and turned around, I saw the flames. Metro says the fire was quickly put out, but the train involved was offloaded and the station was evacuated. Metro GM Randy Clark was actually on a train just behind the one involved. The police are currently looking for a suspect, and uh, we hope that that, that person will be found, arrested, and held accountable for a very uh, potentially dangerous action. One Metro employee was taken to a hospital for the evaluation of injuries that are believed to be minor. Outside the Eastern Market Station, John Aaron, WTOP News. At last report, trains were running again at Eastern Market. Also on Metro, workers will start to repair the aging yellow line tunnel and bridge tomorrow. This is all part of major construction on Metro's blue and yellow lines. Six stations south of Reagan National Airport will be closed until October 22nd. The yellow line tunnel and the bridge will be closed through May of next year. Metro says it'll add trains to the blue and green lines to keep things moving. We have all the details on the changes as well as some suggested workarounds at WTOP.com. It's 2.05. Virginia's Republican Attorney General Jason Meares has announced the creation of an election integrity unit within his office. He says it'll provide legal advice to the Department of Elections, investigate and prosecute violations of Virginia election law as well. A Republican-led push on the topic of election integrity has grown since former President Trump's false claims of widespread voter fraud during the 2020 presidential election. 206, King Charles III has now addressed the UK for the first time as monarch. And a prayer service is being held right now at St. Paul's Cathedral in London today. Well, meantime, people around here are sharing their remembrances of Queen Elizabeth. And that includes folks at the University of Maryland in College Park. They were visited by the Queen more than 60 years ago so she could attend her first American football game. It was October 19th, 1957. The game became called the Queen's Game, and that's how it was advertised. Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip were in town to visit with President Eisenhower, and while they were here, they went to the University of Maryland and watched the Terrapins play against North Carolina. So there was a lot of excitement. Julie Taddeo, research professor of history at the University of Maryland. The Queen and the Maryland governor was there. They stood with the team captains. There's a photograph of this, and they inspected the coin that would be used for the coin toss. And then Prince Philip got an autographed football. And the Terps won, by the way, 21-7. to 7. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Sean was discussing this just seconds ago. We are off to London next, where King Charles III has addressed the nation for the first time in his new position. He mentioned Harry and Meghan. Stay with us at 207. 
project we do at Cabinet Discanners is custom designed to satisfy your needs, desires, and your budget. So whichever line of cabinetry you choose, Cabinet Discanners will create a kitchen or bath that is uniquely yours, and we can customize any room in your house. Wet bars, hutches, offices, and more. Check out the photo gallery on our website, cabinetdiscanners.com, and call for a free consultation with an experienced designer. Cabinet Discanners, great quality, great Meet Kyogen's Associate Director, Ray Blanchard, on how Montgomery County helped Kyogen expedite its life sciences growth. Where working within Montgomery County allowed us to, to build out rather quickly the manufacturing facility that we had. The county was very understanding in the urgency of the pandemic response and helped us get permittings in place and help build this out quickly. Listen to the entire discussion on WTOP.com. Search Montgomery County Economic Development Corporation. What powers Montgomery County is a thriving life sciences hub with global reach. Leaders like Kyogen, one of 400 plus innovative companies creating scientific breakthroughs that improve human health and save lives. We are home to the NIH and FDA and partnerships that spur critical discoveries. To launch your business in the immunology capital next to the nation's capital, go to thinkmoco.com or reach out, connect at thinkmoco.com. WTOP's traffic and weather on the 8s and Dave Dildine at the WTOP Traffic Center. Friday traffic heading to the Legion Bridge. It'll be slow. Outer loop with caution on the bridge. Caller spotted some debris bouncing around the center of the road. Inner loop, a passage of a mobile work crew moving north of the bridge toward the 270 spur. They may have moved off the beltway, but beltway traffic remains heavy, getting out of McLean and eastbound through Silver Spring with no impediments around the inner loop toward College Park and Lanham. 270 and 95 off to a decent start. Baltimore Washington Parkway starting to slow down northbound out of Greenbelt and past Fort Meade. 50 at the Bay Bridge, wide open. Overturned truck, Upper Marlboro toward the Beltway. It's on Route 4, northbound after Woodyard Road and closer to Dower House Road where you have to stay right to get by the response to that truck wreck northbound on Route 4. In Virginia on 395 and 95 southbound through the Springfield Interchange, crews were in bucket trucks doing a little inspection. They may have moved on. Downstream, Friday traffic getting a little heavier at the Occoquan. So far, so good, though, on the Beltway south side near the Woodrow Wilson Bridge and inbound across the 14th Street Bridge on 395. Paces improved to some extent with the drain cleaning crew on the Case Bridge having moved out of the right travel lane. Can't find the new car you're looking for? Try a Fitzway used car next to a new car. Fitzway car's best. Visit Fitzmall.com for a good car and a safe car you could trust. That's the Fitzway. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Chuck Bell this afternoon. Your Friday afternoon filled with sunshine. High today, 84 degrees. The humidity will start to return tomorrow with some extra cloud cover. Most of us are going to get a dry day on Saturday with a high of 82. But after the sun goes down tomorrow, rain chances start to move up fairly quickly. Rain showers not all that likely in the Washington area, but out west and south. Saturday evening drops arrive, and then a high chance for rain coming up on Sunday morning. Scattered showers likely to continue into Sunday afternoon and again on Monday. I'm Storm Team 4, meteorologist Chuck Bell for WTOP. Good deal of sunshine and warming up nicely. We're at 81 in Germantown. We've hit 82 in Annandale. It's 83 in DuPont Circle in Northwest D.C. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. We're glad to have you here this afternoon. It's 211. Britain's King Charles III 
has delivered his first official address following the death of his mother, Queen Elizabeth II. Charles said he is renewing the promise of lifelong service that was a hallmark of Elizabeth's long reign. The new king acknowledged tremendous change since World War II. In the course of the last 70 years, we have seen our society become one of many cultures and many faiths. The institutions of the state have changed in turn. The King's remarks were followed by a memorial service for the Queen in St. Paul's Cathedral. And joining us live, Adila Suleiman, who is the breaking news reporter for the Washington Post based in London. Thanks for being back with us. We appreciate it. Hi there. Uh, so beyond the brief introduction we had here, what is the essence of the King's first public remarks? I mean, this is really a monumental moment, and it's the first time that Charles has addressed the nation as King Charles III, which I think a lot of people here are still adjusting to. Um, as expected, he touched very much on his mother's legacy and on her duty and life of service and on her faith and on his own faith. Um, and then he turned to more modern matters and spoke about how he hoped to lead the nation in his own way. So he would be spending less time with his charities, giving more duties, it looks like, to Catherine and to William, who will now become the Prince and Princess of Wales. And um, he also mentioned Harry and Meghan just briefly um, and uh, paid tribute to the, to the condolences that have come in from across the UK and across the world. So it was quite an emotional speech you could see on his face and quite a somber, somber moment moment for the nation to to watch when charles and camilla arrived in central london today we understand some in the crowd shouted long live the king immediately followed by the words we loved your mother uh, those latter words are certainly a comfort to him now but would charles eventually like to make his own imprint on all of this and not be in the shadow of queen elizabeth i mean i think he would would very much like to to have his own stamp but we have to remember he's 73 and he's been the longest um, heir in waiting that we've had in British history and for many people their idea of Charles is already quite strongly formulated so it will take some time I think for him to forge a new um, identity as the monarch alongside his new queen consort Camilla for the British public. He will soon be 74 years old and uh, steeped in the tradition of the monarchy. You say he's trying to make his mark. In what ways might he do that? I mean, we know already from Charles's previous cause. And, and charities that he's chosen to champion, that he is very interested in climate change. He's very interested in protecting the environment. The car that he drives is an electric vehicle. So in, in those ways, it's slightly different. He's also very interested in youth um, skills, unemployment. He's got this massive Prince's Trust charity here in the UK. Um, equally, he's interested in art, architecture. He's uh, quite a creative or has been a creative prince. So it will be interesting to see which parts he I mean, we know the Queen, for example, you know, loved horses and corgis and um, had issues which were close to her heart. So I think it will be fascinating for us to watch how Charles will adapt and, and raise up the issues that he wants to raise. But equally, it's not been without criticism. So Charles is known for being slightly more outspoken and giving his own personal opinion more than Queen Elizabeth did. So that will be something that we'll have to watch whether he continues to uh, be so vocal or not. We have just 20 seconds left. You briefly mentioned the uh, King's brief mention of Harry and Meghan, essentially saying, I love you both. Uh, yeah. should, should we take anything else from that? Is that an invitation to come back into the fold or anything? Or maybe just, just a, a, a requisite, you know, hello there? <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't think this signals they're coming back to the fold. I think people are, you know, dying to know what, what's going to happen to Harry and Meghan. And so he had to mention them. And I think he very politely wished them well in their lives overseas. But we'll have to see. Adela, thanks for your help. We appreciate it. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Adela Solomon is breaking news reporter for The Washington Post based in London. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. It's 2.15, and it's time for George Wallace. All right, Dimitri, here we go. Friday, a football Friday, injury report Friday. Cam Kerr will not play in the opener for Washington with the thumb injury. Ron Rivera, though, optimistic that uh, it will only be a week. Logan Thomas, Cole Turner, questionable Sunday as far as the head coach. I'm anxious to see what we are, who we are, where we are. I mean, I really am. I, I think it's a, it's a, it's exciting. You, know, you get that pit in your stomach already where you want to throw up. Um, <laughs> you, know, it's that, you know, it's that anxiety, that anxiousness. And it's crazy because that's something we can't control. And that's why, you know, for me personally, I try not to get into it. We start thinking about what's going to go on Sunday, you know, and, and I always kind of refer to what Andy always used to say is don't play the game now, play the game on Sunday. Yeah, he's talking about Andy Reid. I think a lot of people are anxious to see what this version of Washington will look like mm -hmm. coming up on Sunday mm -hmm. at 1 o'clock. We won't have to wait long. We'll no. see. Uh, the Ravens announced there was no contract extension reach with Lamar Jackson, so he'll play out the final year of his rookie deal. Eric DaCosta, the GM, says they'll continue to work towards a long-term contract extension. They gave today as the deadline since the season starts this week. Big night for Francis Tiafo in the semifinals against the third three-seed Carlos Alcaraz. That'll be the second matchup tonight in New York. George Wallace, WTLB Sports. Thank George, you, George. Top stories we're following for you right now on WTOP. King Charles III delivers his first address to the nation as sovereign, saying he's going to carry on his mother's legacy while honoring her service. We will come together as a nation, as a commonwealth, and indeed a global community to lay my beloved mother to rest. The CBS special report is on the way. Today is the deadline imposed by federal district judge Eileen Cannon to submit a list of prospective special master candidates to review classified documents seized by FBI agents during that search of ex-president Trump's home. The Department of Justice has appealed her decision to name a special master. And the teen curfew in Prince George's County starts at midnight. Those 17 and younger cannot be out in the middle of the night without a parent or a guardian. Stay with WTOP for more about these stories in only minutes. In other news, the healing power of music is on vivid display right here in our own area. Music producer and recording engineer Jim Ebert is a 22-year brain cancer survivor. He's also the founder of Cancer Can Rock. We take musicians with, with fairly aggressive cancers, bring them in, and we record a song and a video for their family and friends so they have something forever. The families will always have the recordings, and the musicians get the distraction of trying to perfect a song in the studio. You know, I'm just trying to give one good day so to people are having a crappy life at the time the nova fall music fest on september 24th is a fundraiser for cancer can rock neil Loggenstein, wtlp news coming up in money news the dow is up 400 points what stocks are young investors buying i'm jeff glabel it's 218 get a precision ac tune-up for only 69 dollars michael and son 
Traffic and weather on the 8th and when it breaks, Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. On Interstate 66 between Centerville and Gainesville. One more, one more slow rush hour before we get the added capacity from the 66 express lanes, which VDOT says will initially open toll-free this weekend. Westbound traffic is already slow out of Fair Lakes and through Centerville. Three lanes get by for the rest of this Friday rush hour. 95 getting heavier southbound at the Occoquan and slowing down in stretches northbound between the Dale City and Springfield exits. The work crew in the Springfield interchange has moved on. On the Beltway, interloop traffic is slow, as it often is this time on a Friday through McLean across the Legion Bridge and in stretches slow through Silver Spring. Out of Montgomery County on the outer loop, heavy traffic from the spur toward the Legion Bridge had some bits of debris bouncing around the center lanes, but most of it's been knocked out of the main lanes by now, I think, 270 northbound. Just a brief delay passing 121 Clark uh, heading north of Riverdale Park on Kenilworth Avenue. Northbound traffic is slow past River Road at Tennyson Street. Police authorities working a crash. Route 4 northbound slow out of Upper Marlboro toward the Beltway between Woodyard Road and Dower House Road where the, the truck flipped over and only one lane to the right was getting by northbound on Pennsylvania Avenue. Route 50, no delays between the Beltway and the Bay Bridge. Traffic sponsored by Marlowe Furniture. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team Force Chuck Bell as we've reached the weekend. It sure is a beautiful Friday here in the nation's capital. Sunshine is going to be with us for the rest of the afternoon. Temperatures in the low 80s today, about 84 down on the National Mall. The weekend forecast is not as beautiful as your Friday forecast is. Clouds will be rolling back in on Saturday. Could bring in some raindrops as early as Saturday evening, but a high rain chance comes up for Sunday and Monday. Not necessarily an all-day rain out, but I'd be ready for rain for your Sunday plans, especially if you're headed out to FedEx Field. I'm Storm Team 4, meteorologist Chuck Bell for WTOP. Well, we're now at 81 at BWI Marshall. Dulles Airport now at 81. Reagan National checks in at 83. And it's all brought to you this afternoon by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. King Charles III delivering his first address as king. The eyes of the world, or many of them anyway, on London this afternoon. We'll have a special report on WTOP. Stay with us. Football fans, the first Sunday of the NFL season is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving new customers a can't-miss offer to celebrate the return of the NFL season. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings' early win promotion. It's simple. Bet on an NFL team to win. If your team leads by 10 at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code WTOP to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet this Sunday. That's code WTOP only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Virginia only bonus issued as free bets. One early win token issued at opt-in. Moneyline bets only. Deposit and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call the Virginia Problem Gambling Helpline at 888-532-3500. 222. You deserve more internet than what you get from just your cell phone. Get Xfinity high-speed internet at home free through the Affordable Connectivity Program. That's right. Eligible customers can get Internet Essentials Plus, a $29.95 a month value, free when they enroll in the Affordable Connectivity Program. Get free high-speed internet with unlimited data and a wireless gateway included at no extra cost. 
No fees, no taxes, and no annual contract. Act now to get this incredible deal for more streaming, more gaming, and more chatting on more devices at home. Your cell phone can't do that. Get Xfinity high-speed internet at home through the Affordable Connectivity Program and connect to more of what you love for free. To see if you qualify, go to Xfinity.com slash free, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit an Xfinity store today. Restrictions apply. After program participation ends, Comcast standard charges, taxes, and fees apply. May not be combined with other offers. This is WTOP News. It is 223. CBS News special report, the death of Queen Elizabeth II. The Queen's death is already causing a cascade of changes in the United Kingdom. Julian Payne was head of communications for then-Prince, now-King Charles, and is a CBS News royal contributor. He says Charles has already acknowledged some of the changes. My role is changing, so the work that I do, raising money, the philanthropic work I do, I will now have to do less of. There are other people now, and he referenced his son, the Duke of Cambridge, now Prince of Wales. In his first address to the nation as sovereign, Charles said his mother's 70 years of service would be his guiding light. In our sorrow, let us remember and draw strength from the light of her example. President Biden was asked today if he will be attending the Queen's funeral. He said he will. CBS News Special Report. I'm Christopher Cruz. Stay with WTOP. More coverage all through the day. In other news, a group of young people ranging in age from 14 to 22 are under arrest in Montgomery County for having guns and what police call controlled dangerous substances. Source tells told the, the told the group that the, the group would be meeting in Clarksburg uh, on September 1st, and then police set up a sting. The suspects were then arrested. Investigators say some of the weapons were ghost guns, which have no serial numbers. Now 224, a D.C. man pleads guilty to killing the mother of his two-month-old son. She faced charges of leaving the child's remains in the trash when she was killed. Carl B. Jones pleaded guilty in D.C. Superior Court to the stabbing death of 39-year-old Ladonia Boggs, the mother of his two-month-old son. According to D.C. prosecutors, Jones went to Boggs' apartment in April, and the two argued over the death of their son, who died nearly a year before. At the time of her death, Boggs was facing charges of tampering with evidence for putting the baby's remains in the trash after the infant died. Jones pleaded guilty to voluntary manslaughter and a weapons charge in Boggs' killing and could be sentenced to up to nine years in prison. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. WTOP at 225. We've got money news at 25 and 55, and it's a good Friday, Jeff Claybaugh. So far, markets are set to snap a three-week losing streak. The Dow is up 415 points. It's one and a third the S&P 500 is up 64, a 1.5% gain. The Nasdaq is up 254, just over 2%. Burger King restaurants are getting a facelift. So is the chain's image. BK will spend $400 million on store renovations and new advertising campaigns. Burger King will also refresh its menus. Burger King trails both McDonald's and Wendy's for sales growth. Job growth is strong here. It is stalled for our neighbors in the north. Canadian employment fell for the third straight month. Canada's unemployment rate rose to 5.4%. What stocks are young investors new to the market buying? Robinhood, the stock trading platform favored by young investors, says the top picks by its users are Tesla, Apple, and Amazon. Jeff Claybaugh.
WTOP News. Money News brought to you by Tropical Smoothie Cafe. Tropical Smoothie Cafe is teaming up with No Kid Hungry to give $1 from every sunshine smoothie to help feed kids. Sip it forward today. Only at Tropical Smoothie Cafe. Terms and conditions apply. King Charles III delivers his first speech to the public since getting that title yesterday. Tomorrow, it's the official proclamation in the UK. We've got more coming up on WTOP. Starting this Sunday, Shannon Bream is the new host of Fox News Sunday. I've had this 